Will his bosses like what he's doing? Will they give him another chance on another project? How much of his creative vision will get into this project? How much will the powers that be screw with his vision? When does he say no to them? When does he say yes? Whom does he trust? And how in the world is he going to get away with doing the work he loves for his whole life? In an era when careers are measured in months rather than decades, Scorsese has reliably delivered for 45 years, but it still isn't easy. There's always been pressure, he says. People say you should do it this way. Someone else suggests that, yes, there's financing, but maybe you should use this actor. And there are the threats at the end. If you don't do it this way, you'll lose your box office. If you don't do it that way, you'll never get financed again. Thirty-five, forty years of this, you get beat up. Hollywood has always been a battlefield as rough as any more traditional corporate setting. And yet, unlike so many creative geniuses, Scorsese hasn't burned out. He hasn't alienated the people he's worked with, and he's generally not considered a creep. Despite the fact that he's never had a massive box office hit, Shutter Island is his biggest grocer to date with $300 million earned worldwide, Paramount decided to give him a reported $85 million to make a 3D children's movie about a broody child named Hugo Cabret. And while Hugo's success is uncertain, for God's sake, screams conventional wisdom, it's two hours long, it's dark, it takes place in France, and aren't people over live-action 3D? Scorsese is well on his way toward funding his next project, Silence, an adaptation of a book about 17th-century missionaries in Japan, which is yet another foreign country, people. Any man who can get this stuff financed, never mind make great art from the material, has clearly learned a trick or two. Scorsese has sweated the details of his career as thoroughly as the details of his movies. As he explains here in his own rat-a-tat style, the man knows a few things about constructing a life of meaningful work, things that apply to anyone in the business of trying to craft a creative life. Respect the past. Nobody talks about the movies the way Marty Scorsese can talk about the movies. His conversation bounds from John Cassavetes, a mentor, to Steven Spielberg, a friend, to Akira Kurosawa, an acquired taste, to Georges Méliès, the silent film director and innovator whose story forms the basis of Hugo. When we begin a film, says Dante Ferretti, the Oscar-winning production designer of Kondun, Gangs of New York, The Age of Innocence, and now Hugo, I read the script and then Marty shows me films. Many, many films, with many different references he wants me to think of for the look of our movie. He carries all these films in his head. He shows me whole films for just one shot, telling me, Remember this image. That's the feel I want. Scorsese revels in such details. He likes to speak of directors on three levels, their films, their careers, and their lives within and without Hollywood. He is fascinated by how these men, and the occasional woman, made it, or didn't make it, through the gauntlet. In 1995, he narrated and co-directed a documentary about their careers called A Personal Journey with Martin Scorsese Through American Movies. It's a career how-to video disguised as the greatest lesson in U.S. film history. Going back to D.W. Griffith, through Howard Hawks and Billy Wilder, and up to modern-day filmmakers, he looks at how these, quote, smugglers, iconoclasts, and illusionists, end quote, managed to get some version of their creative visions on screen. 
I was mainly interested in the ones who circumvented the system to get their movies done, he explains in the video. To survive, to master the creative process, each had to develop his own strategy. For someone whose own innovations are numerous, the introduction of a certain New York street vernacular in Mean Streets and Who's That Knocking at My Door, the intimacy of the boxing scenes in Raging Bull, the rush and flow of Goodfellas, and now, with Hugo, a reinterpretation or rediscovery of how 3D can bolster a film's beauty without intruding on the story, Scorsese understands himself as a product of, and a battler against, the Hollywood system. He draws clear lines from classics past to his own work. Nicolas Cage's EMT in Bringing Out the Dead is, quote, a modern-day saint, like what Rossellini did in Europa 51, end quote. The fight sequences in Raging Bull draw from, yes, the ballet in The Red Shoes. His comfort with the past.